0: Hey yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just gotta let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey, this is KJ, and I have a question for you. When was the last time you got something nice for yourself? (laughs) That's what I thought. So why not visit www.TheBlurredSyndicate.com and get something that will help you express who you really are. They've got shirts, mugs, purses, mouse pads, and even aprons for the gorillas of the family. So if you're a fan of anime, pro wrestling, or hell, even the Golden Girls, The Blur Syndicate has got you covered. Also, if you use the code LLC20 at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order. So what are you waiting on? I got mine. Come get yours. And remember to join the BS. Hi, guys. It's Mr. I'm Just Being Honest, host of the Truth Serum Podcast, podcast for the people. You can find me on Spotify, Anchor, and Buzzsprout. More networks coming soon. Happy listening. Like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020. Where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through jumping knowledge all honor, you get a we could the front of, of you with the truth that they offer you get. Yeah, hands up, we do it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. keeping it real and stay silent, just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can't get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they're getting closer. More over success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like just I told you, coming from the land with the tie We'll be on a whole different vibe, though. We like to ride low and keep a window tinted so you really can see it. it's like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s of pounds of dope and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic to grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show was 2020 no need to
1: zoom in yeah
0: straight like that i hope y'all enjoyed that new intro video man I had to update it man a lot of people that tuned in was like, man, you got some old photos, some old interviews up there, man. Where my stuff at? So I went through, made sure I made some adjustments, and it was pretty dope to debut it here with this particular conversation. So welcome to the 2020 Podcast LLC. Please say the LLC. Now look, I don't know if you familiar with me, if this is your first time, this is, uh, uh, you ain't been here in a minute, or if you don't know how this go around here. Look, I am about candid conversation. what I mean by that, I'm going to give you the raw, I'm going to give you the real, and I'm going to give you my perspective unapologetically, only the way I can give it, baby. And that's why I'm the best. (laughs) So let's talk about it. Kanye West. Now, you might be noticing in the title of this video here, it says yay or nay, but in parentheses, it says 2022. Now, you might be wondering why I said that. It's because we've done this before. We've been in this position before here on the podcast where... Kanye has gone on an interview. Kanye has gone in the public media and said things we were not feeling and we've shared our thoughts about that here on this platform. And I didn't think this situation would be any different. So welcome. I will be joined by a few of you, uh, and if you uh, feel as much as you want to join in, please feel free to do so. I will gladly send you a link so you can come and holler at me, so you can come and listen to the people who've tuned in. And if you are in the chat, make sure you follow the page, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube and all that. In fact, if you got thoughts, throw them in the comments. I will throw them up on the page, and we'll talk about it further than that. Now, let's get into it. Drink Champs is a podcast podcast. primarily video on YouTube sponsored by, not sponsored by, excuse me, created by Nori. Nori, one of the pioneers of hip hop that you young folks might not know. What up, Marcus? And uh, he's known for his excellent, excellent, excellent interview techniques of just being able to disarm people, get them to talk, have a good drink, have a good time, just get get you where you can feel like your voice can be heard. When I heard that Kanye's interview was uploaded and then pulled down, I was kind of shocked. I figured, oh man, he must have said some shit to piss people off to make Nori go back because Nori's one of those anti-establishment people, and he's not shy to controversy. And when and I'd be remiss to say, when it comes to controversy, there's only one other podcaster out there, my brother, who I could really think of that could come and have this conversation with me. And that is your boy boy Black in this thing, Uh-oh. What's
1: good with you, bro?
0: Man, look. Appreciate you coming out, bro. You know, we got to stop coming together like this when it's just for bullshit. We got to come together and just have some one-on-one man talk because I'm going to be real with you, bro. People are asking for another one of those all-men sessions.
1: Okay. So I'm I'm down to give it to them if you are. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. We always come together on Kanye, too. You notice that? Right,
0: right, right, (laughs) right, right.
1: right. Because I'm uh, I'm pro Kanye. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? That's why
0: I'm not even mad at a brother. Look, Craig said, uh, Boy, but black, what it do? What's good with you, Craig?
1: Hey, hey I'm catching up with South Got oh, Something shoot. to Say. Yeah, I'm I am i have been hacking. I know y'all see me watching y'all. Y'all did a y'all did a nice little show with K Marie. I'm gonna do a reaction to that, why men cheat. So y'all should go check that out with the South Got Something to Say because Why Men Cheat? I, I, I enjoyed I enjoy being on the show and i enjoy watching the show. So y'all make sure y'all y'all get that uh in y'all regimen.
0: Oh, my goodness. I, I hate I missed that episode, so now I'm going to have to go back and check it out. I'm going to be on there tonight, actually, regarding this same topic, so I can't wait. Oh, really? To, yeah, I'm going to be there tonight. I, w-
1: yes, I was sir. like, wait, jealous. I was like, oh, I didn't know the show was based <laughs> on we was just kicking it. If y'all would have gave me a topic, y'all could have really saw Boy Boy Black. Like, you feel me? But, yeah, that yeah, make sure y'all hack into that because that, that's, that was a good topic, and I dang near want to do a reaction to it.
0: Hey, that is networking, people. Yes, sir. Brother let's talk about it man okay kanye is back in the news again for his rants his clothing just a little bit of everything so let me just say disclaimer if you are watching this session that we're having now this conversation this is with someone i we and i corrected my assumptions because black and i had a conversation we haven't completed the interview We've seen different portions of it. I've, I've gotten to about the two hour mark because it's a three hour and 25 minute interview. Nigga, I got shit to do. So yeah. <laughs> I, I watched a good portion of it. I know Black caught up on some today before we had this conversation, but we're going to break it down piece by piece into what was being said. So, brother, I, I'm going I'm to start with what he started with. Okay his thoughts on the Jews in the media and their control of the media. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be 100% with you. I was listening to him describe the circumstance of what it is to have information, the value of information. And one of the reasons that, you know, Jews in the media are so wealthy and so well-informed is because they take that information and they keep it. and. I agree with him one million percent. We've seen this. This is nothing new to us. So when people were appalled that he said that out loud, I was offended because Black, have you seen? You're in California. You've mm-hmm. seen NWA. Mm-hmm. You
1: you
0: you know what the story is about their management mm-hmm. and how crooked it was and how it took advantage of them by holding information and and so on and so forth. So, did you find any issue with what he was saying in that regard?
1: So, in that particular instant, no, I don't. The th- the thing about it is before there was even a Kanye on my radar, my dad used to tell me the person with the information is the person that's in power. Mm-hmm. When I say power it don't have to necessarily be some big grandiose thing let's just use it regular conversation let's say i'm trying to give you some information you giving me so much pushback instead of listening and or you just just being non agreeable or whatever i'm the person with the information so mm-hmm. i could walk away and i'm gonna be fine you're not gonna have the information you're gonna have the lack of power aka knowledge now, if you are a listening person and you ask the right type of questions in the right nature, then the person with the power, a.k.a. information, will share that with you. Another thing that I know, also learned from my dad. Shout out to my dad. Thank you, dad. Shout out to pop. power. Oh. Um, information cost. Information costs. We live in an information age, but you got to spend your time to get it. People aren't gonna just give it to you. Why do you think when people give you game, they sell it to you? <laughs> so if you want information, it costs. My dad has a print company. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna make this quick. No, go for it. Go was, for he it. was he was um he was showing me so I could take over the business. About this is a this is a place this is a print company place right there. You know these are the competitors. Woo woo woo. And so then I was like, what kind of printers do they use? And he was like, they're not gonna tell you that. I was like, why not? You know what I'm saying? So he pulls over, tell me, go in there and ask him. I go in there and ask him. Oh, I got every runaround in the three to five minutes that I was in there that I understood information costs. You know what I'm saying cuz people use that cuz information is leverage. So, when Kanye yes. is saying when Kanye is saying those things, he's saying it from that vein. Now, many of us might not have grew up with a father and not understand that principle. Might not understand that in business or whatever. So, when Kanye said that, I have no problem with that cuz he's right on target with just that. I agree with you, bro. I find
0: we we also have to realize that Kanye has been in this game of media for longer than we knew about Kanye. Kanye was an underground producer first, trying to get into hip hop. I don't think people actually remember that portion. It was years where he was just uh, studying under the greats when he was just Dame Dash's go-to guy, his ace in the hole where he was just producing, although trying to get signed as a rapper, but he was contained to a box, and he couldn't find his way in. Now, when you do that for long enough, you will get a chip on your shoulder, bro. Um, and to the idea that information costs, if you listen to his albums, he's not shy or have ever shang- like shied away from exposing that information that he planned on ripping the door open off the hinges and exposing everyone to everything he's experienced. The trauma he's experienced as being confined to one box. That's one of the things he kept harping on in the interview. They're trying to make me appear crazy. And every time you do that, I'm going to lash out. That's what I have an issue with. I understand he says a lot of shit that I will never agree with. But in my stance of being a podcaster, being somebody who talks and speaks to different people who is listening, not to reply, but to understand, I'm understanding his point of view in this and how he's kind of calloused in this mentality. He has a point to prove because he's been shat on for so long. And he, even in his music, he mentioned he felt that no matter how much success he attained, he felt like someone was dangling something over him. Uh, one of his best lines to me was, even if you in the bins, you still a nigga in the coop. <laughs> and Kanye is finding that out on every level of being a rapper, being a bogle, being a producer, being a fashion
1: industry uh, mind. But he not figuring, he not finding it out. He exploiting it. And we and we and we and we sitting there taking the information and going, the information he's giving us for free. We going kind of crazy. Right. (laughs) Right. Right.
0: Right. We and I get why though, bro. It's we we live in an age where everybody wants their truth catered to them specifically. Outside of that. Think about how accessible everything is nowadays. Every phone has customization options, every computer, every seat. Every time you go somewhere, the idea is customize it to your being, to your existence. People have gotten so accustomed to having things tailored to the way they want to hear it or experience it when they are outside of those parameters because it's truth, they attack it. You know,
1: bro, you saying, you saying a mouthful right there.
0: I just feel but, like we've gotten soft, bro. I'm just going to well, be completely honest.
1: That's what it is. Remember, I was talking about that power thing. That information is power. My dad was a big dude. Six, three deep voice. Sound like Barry White and James Earl Jones together.
0: <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
1: And I used to tell my dad, my dad used to always give me game. Like he always taught me, he always was gaming me. Right. And I, and I got to a point when I was a little older and I was like, you know, I would be more prone to listen if you said it in this kind of way. <clears throat> mm-hmm. right? If you would, if it was, it'd be more palatable for me if you did it this way. And he reminded me, son, the person with the power and uh, with the information has the power You don't tell me how to give you the power. Right. Because I understand what it takes to get that power and the route you're trying to go about it. He didn't say that, but I learned that the way you're going about it, you're going to miss it. You're going to misappropriate or mishandle the power, a.k.a. Information. Information.
0: And that's how you so, get misinformation.
1: So, 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 so in society, you try to say, "Oh, it's better if you would have said this instead of that." Hey, y'all sitting there tripping. You need to get what the what the the the, the premise of what it is about. <laughs> you are a little worrying about how it sounded to your ear. It's not going to sound good. Facts,
0: facts, facts. Is everything is not going to sound pleasant? But we have to be in a position where we can take our personal thoughts out of it and extract the data that we need within the nuggets. Kanye is going to present shit in a shocking way. He's, he's, he's not going to place it on the table and dress it up, need and put it in the bowl. Nah, this is the food you need to eat. There's some shit right there because they put the shit on it. This is what it is. He's not going to dress it up as much as it makes my face sour. I appreciate that. Because in a world where everything is fake, <laughs> it felt good to get some genuine information, even if it's in an uncomfortable manner. So I, I had a, a bunch of things I took away from this interview, man. I'm going to move to another point where I started to kind of disagree with Kanye. Um, I, I mentioned this to you earlier, something about this interview that I noticed and and maybe those who are listening to shout out to all of y'all who are listening. If you yeah, can, sure. in the comments, let me know where you are. You tuning in from YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, whatever. Just let me know where you're tuning in from. But to all the people who have kids, have you ever, especially during the pandemic, you kept kids in super duper long. They were antsy. They were ready to get out. And then things died down and you finally took them out somewhere And they damn near lost their mind like they were. they over here. They're over there. They're scatterbrained. They don't know what they want to do first. They just want to express themselves and get it all out. That was this interview. I felt like an adult having to sit back and sort through someone who has been holding on to this shit for so long and finally getting to somewhere where he doesn't feel like he's being judged and a major platform where. They weren't calling him crazy. Shout out to KC, James Hartoon on Facebook. Appreciate you, brother. It, it, I'm going to be real with you, Black. Before I even thought about, oh, hit this nigga go or anything like that, I genuinely saw Kanye smiling during this interview in certain parts. He actually was cracking jokes and enjoying himself. And it made me wonder... How long has he just been wanting to get back to being joyous? How long had he been dealing with shit, trying to get back to his peace of mind phase? You know, like how long has it been since he genuinely enjoyed this kind of company where he doesn't feel like he's being scrutinized by his peers? Because I'll be honest with you. I was one of them people to a certain degree. I could still be viewed as one of those people, you know? So I, it was genuinely good to see Kanye, in a space where he felt comfortable to smile and crack jokes. But, um, going to some of the points that were made, he was speaking about how these different fashion companies wouldn't put stores in different places, how the Jews wouldn't allow certain information to get through. And he, he readily admitted what you said, black that information is power. And for what reason do you have to give up that power? Why? Why should they, you know, and I understood what he was going for, but at certain points where questions were reflected back to Kanye, that it started to kind of, you started to see where Kanye weren't thinking fully before he spoke. Let me give an example. He gave a dope ass metaphor. He said, when I'm going on my rants, I just look like one person running down the wrong side of the street. But the instant I have a hundred people with me and I'm running down the wrong side of the street, I'm not a crazy person. They call that shit a marathon. I said, OK, OK, I see where you went there. I see where you went there. Makes sense.
1: But. <laughs> sir, sir, I'm sorry. I was trying to I was trying to share the video, <clears throat> share the video. I heard the beginning part. You said when I just can you say it again one more time? Yeah.
0: Of course. Of course. He said, when it comes to me and my rants, I'm like a person running down the wrong side of the street. And everyone will look at that person. I'm paraphrasing everybody. Don't crucify me. He said, everybody will look at that person and say, that's a crazy person. But if I go get 10, a hundred people and we're running down the wrong side of the street together, then all of a sudden it's called a marathon. I get his point. I get his point. He's saying that The instant he says something by himself and he's the outlier, you're viewed as crazy. But the instant that people stop to hop on and agree with you and chime in on you, then all of a sudden you're you're a movement maker. He's saying that, and let me clarify. He's saying you don't have to have the following first to be right. If you genuinely believe in something, don't wait for a crowd to stand in your truth. I agree with that. However, using the same metaphor, If 100 people are running down the wrong side of the street, that is not a marathon. That's 100 crazy people running down the wrong side of the street. There are certain metrics and certain rules you have to follow to appropriate that type of road legally, you know what I'm saying, in order to let people know, hey, this is what this is for. Hey, this is now dedicated for this platform. You get what I'm saying? Like we have, it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month. We have a bunch of uh, domestic violence related uh, marathons going on. Nobody just gets up and, and just starts running and people join in. This isn't Forrest Gump. You actually have to follow the proper proper lanes to do stuff. And to be frank with you, when it comes to media, when it comes to rap, when it comes to fashion, you have to do the same thing. So certain doors that he's mentioning about tearing down are the same ways that he's accrued his fortune the same way that order and structure is done. You can't just have chaos and anarchy in all of these situations. That's just me.
1: Well, yeah, you. what you're saying is true, right? Um, if I was just to take that statement on his face, using a little depth behind it, he essentially saying the perception is the perception is oh there's something going on right here hold on i hear an echo mm-hmm. the perception is right here because there's a bunch of people uh saying these things just like how society says this is right now and if a hundred people running that way everybody just do the forrest gump thing turn around not everybody some people anyway um but I think he's just saying, trying to explain how why it is that he's perceived as being crazy. Now, as far as being like the new kid jumping off the porch for the first time, was this was this a separate interview from the first one he did
0: when he mentioned this? Yes, this this huh? is a completely separate one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he came on Dream Champs the first time, right? Mm-hmm. He did the Kanye ranting thing, but he did it on maybe about seven or eight. And so people liked it. It was good. That's why he ended up doubling back, apparently, right? Right. Because he just went back on there again. Nori yeah. and them was like, oh, we did good with the with the Kanye drink champs. Let's get if we can get him on again, it's good. We up. Uh-huh. So they got Kanye in there again. And Kanye was like, okay, but today I'm gonna be on 9.5. And then it was like, whoa, whoa. As a content creator, you know. It's hard to really confine what another it's hard to confine what the content itself gonna do. You right. you're trying to kind of react to what the content doing, hoping you can guide it in such a way. You feel me? But right. it might make that left or it might make that right, just like struggle streaming. A minute ago we was hearing an echo. So you gotta hurry up and figure that out. Figure it out. So you know what I'm saying? So he was like, Okay, cool. He didn't he didn't think take the good with the bad. That's why I think somebody got in his ear when he was talking about the George Floyd thing. He was like, hold on, wait a minute. We might want to might want to chill for a second or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Cause he don't want it to go left or go right. But so now Kanye is he was he was comfortable. He was very comfortable because mm-hmm. he felt like he was amongst his people. Because that's all Kanye wanna do. He's doing it for his people. And to see those same people throw it back in his face like he's crazy, that's very hurtful since we want to talk about feelings. I
0: I agree, bro. James Hart says he wasn't ever r- really wrong. He has bad delivery. You know he get a good thought and wants to express it before you lose the thought and then put it out too fast without being able to clearly convey your message. Exactly. It's like yeah. when a kid runs up to you, wants to tell you this awesome story, but he's right. studying like... Uh, 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 it, that's Kanye. Diary of the mouth. Yeah, but, is he's very
1: is. Thought his, but his comments are not like... His comments aren't just off the cuff from Marx, though. These are things that he thought of. He just didn't. He just didn't put them in a delivery package for y'all to be like, "Oh, Kanye." Kanye kind of like, no, it's so much information. I'm barely having enough time to compartmentalize it. Hey, y'all. Hey, they got these new uh, vape things. Uh, it's supposed to be keep to help you. Oh, you know. Hey, but by the way, it's this brush right here. You mm. know, and it, it does come off like that because it's fragmented. Because that's how his brain is working. Right. So what you gotta do is kind of like be patient and try to catch up. And just like that kid that's jumping around, you have to be like, calm down, like, chill out, kumbaya okay, what are we saying now? And then you can direct Kanye and and Kanye then will find his focus. Because I just think he's just, he's just going through so much. And I'm not saying that to feel sorry for him. I'm just saying when you're an intellectual who's actually out there doing it, not reacting to somebody else doing it, it's a different burden of performance. 100%. And
0: he's mentioned before even in his music that he has so many ideas but not enough platforms and not enough leeway to run with these ideas and being creatively stumped but not by your own doing but by the situation and circumstances around you is one of the most stressful shits and positions to be in and also regarding nori 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 went on The Breakfast Club, and on a series of platforms and started apologizing uh, for that interview. I have mixed feelings on the apology. I have mixed feelings. One, just like you said, when you're a podcaster and you're interviewing and you're having a conversation, your goal is to keep everybody talking, no matter what. Your goal is to keep those certain strings plucked and keep people going, right? At certain points, you could see that Nori was kind of thrown a back and didn't have a counter to keep Kanye in line, or uh, it, it was pretty much Nori was playing checkers and Kanye was playing chess, like master level chess. It's been I watched that interview. There's certain parts I think about the forty-five minute mark where Kanye was expertly avoiding answering certain questions regarding 2024, what that meant on his hat, regarding him, you know, his life with Kim, regarding him dating. Kanye was expertly dodging answering those questions, but he was discussing things he wanted to discuss, the things that were pissing him off, exposing people in the conversations he was having with like Diddy, uh, Meek Mill, like people that he says... And quite frankly, he was saying, you know, the Jews basically bailed you from going to jail. And now they use you as a pawn to shut people up. And which we all know. Come on, bro. Like, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But we do. We that, all know that. Dude, we knew Puff was up to some stuff. We know Puff and Bad Boy ain't all on the up and up, given how many rappers they've screwed over. It, thank you, Marcus. We, we know what 2024 was about. You know what I'm saying? We know, but he can't even touch on that. He just throws little stones in the water to get ripples going. Now, one thing I wasn't fucking with for real, for real is Kanye has this savior complex where he feels like he is the chosen one to break down every barrier He's the, the one to set the standard. He's the one that's going to make the difference. And it's really awkward to watch because he will take this martyr role. Well, I, I'm willing to die for this. You know, they're going to have to come kill me to shut me up. But in the same time, he'll say some narcissistic shit. Like I was wearing the freshest shit here and I, I forgive. what Who did he say? I, I forgive Big Sean for not making a decision between having a beard and wearing, um, and wearing braids, like just like, bro, like, who are you? Like to, to talk about someone's fashion or choices, but at the same time, think you're this savior of information.
1: (laughs) I don't do see that. I guess that's the part that, that set Kanye off the people, I guess. I guess that's what it is, because you're a pretty level-headed guy. And when you say that, I take weight with that. But when I hear a lot of people say that, I'll be like, well, whatever. That sounds like something personal with Kanye, with you and Kanye. He must have said something you didn't like or go about it the way you didn't like, whatever. Okay, that's something personal. So when I hear you say that, I really throw that in my processor over and over because I can understand why Kanye plays the Moses he says it's, it's it's he it's up. You know what I'm saying. So I, I understand why he's doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he will say some narcissist stuff because he's still a human. But I did love he said I'm all the mics. That boy said he Mike Jack, Mike Tyson, Mike yep. Jordan, and Michael Corleone. Come on, man. Yeah, that was that
0: was that was that was interesting. And it. Shamiko right. made a point.
1: That, that is not that's narcissist, right? But it is. Ra- rappers are narcissist. It's true. It's true. He made it a point, and
0: I'm I'm gonna relay that back to the next point about Trump, where people were saying like people were so pissed at him for, you know, supporting Trump, for supporting Candace Owens, for supporting the conservatives versus the liberals because. He feels that black people are being led away by dem- the Democrats, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you. I agree with you. I feel like we shouldn't blindly follow any political alignment just because the people before us told us to. Um, he even mentioned Kamala Harris. He was like, the only reason she got as far as she did is because all the black people and black women saw ooh, a black woman. Let's get her in office. I'm not going to say.
1: Know. Which I'm we not- knew.
0: Look, I'm not gonna look. I'm gonna say this I'm not gonna say that's not the reason everybody did it, but I will say there's a good number of people that did that just for that reason
1: 68.2 percent at least. You know, so they did did that. And the reason and the thing, reason why I know it's stupid is because I lived in the state where Kamala Harris was doing her dirt. And when I say dirt, I mean us, right. You know what I'm right. saying, so I understand Kamala don't fit the protocol for what's going on, but I know everybody chucks and pearls, chucks and pearls, yeah, all right, chucks and pearls. I guess y'all didn't learn with Obama. Oh, let me go ahead, bro. So let's let's talk about his comments with
0: Obama, and and just to put a pin in the Trump situation, he was like, "So do you like Trump?" And he was like, "At this moment, you know." Very good way to answer the question, but not answer the question. You know what I'm saying? It's not a definitive, yeah, that's my boy. It was a come on. We, we're in alignment right now.
1: Now, but come on. That that question is hella angled, bro. That's like it is. It that's is. like a setup question. That's no different than when they asked, oh, girl, uh, do you know what a woman is? And she was on the trying to get into the Supreme Court and she was like, I can't answer that. I'm not a doctor. That's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Questions with, with ulterior motives. I, I I agree with that. I agree. That was a very good point, actually. That's a very good point. Um, he mentioned everybody, and you you just said this hip hop is about being a narcissist, and you're right, because in the next statement, he was talking about people mad at me for supporting Trump. Go back to rap a few years ago, everybody wanted to be Trump. <laughs>
1: I'm getting money like Donald Trump. That was the line. right? Everybody loved Donald Trump. Donald Trump used to put on a Mike Tyson fights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Donald Trump used to do a lot for us. That's why I was like, y'all don't understand. It's these new generations that's taking their feelings and trying to usurp what the facts are. <laughs> right. right. But I'm so an old. and
0: And I, I think... That's where I'm feeling like I'm leaning towards, too. Uh, Shamiko, what up? Shamiko says, Nori knew this interview was going to get people talking. That's why he did it. One billion percent. As a content creator, your job is to create content. Yeah. That is it. It, This was not a situation where he was like, you know what? Let me check on my boy. You know what? Let me see if Kanye is doing well. No, this was... He got us some numbers before. Let's get some numbers again, bro. That's exactly what this was. That's you want to know how we know why? Because anybody can make a phone call offline, behind mics, with nothing streaming, with nothing recording. And you want to know what? I'll say this, too. I guarantee you that he knew he was going to delete that episode before it even fucking went up. I guarantee
1: it. Uh, it while, while they was doing it in post? absolutely yeah yeah absolutely yeah 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 because he could have just held it like everybody else do absolutely a lot of this was a stunt man Uh, and and
0: to be honest with you i'm not even mad at nori i'm just mad that he apologized That
1: me me too me i I (laughs) agree with you right there why you why you because now you making it look see see and this is the point that kanye this is why kanye be like fuck puff Fuck me, because when them niggas was, when it came to my kids, everybody talk about, my kids are first. But then, how come the black man don't um, be stay with his mama and his kids? And when he like, let me get with my kids, and, and I'm hitting y'all, and y'all playing these games, it's fuck y'all, because y'all really fake any, I'm sorry, bro, it's really, that's what he said, but it, he like, forget y'all, you know what I'm saying? Because on the real, I know y'all ain't who y'all say y'all are. We know mm-hmm. that rappers be capping. Sorry. Y'all can say y'all real, but they be capping. So, all right, cool. It's, that's why he said, I don't have no celebrity friends. That's what he meant. He didn't mean literally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that happened. So then when you get to doing what Nori did, hey, oh, uh, that's my boy Kanye, but uh, um, uh, uh, come on, that's like me and you going on something right now. And, and then I say something and we know that, hey, black is black. But if you start getting me, I'm sorry for black, instead of coming to me and be like, black, yeah, you kind of burned the spot, bro. And I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, my bad. I'll go say something. Right. 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 He knew with
0: the comments with George Floyd that it went into a territory that this was going to cause some shit. Look, I that's that's one of my hard limits. I'm going to be honest with you. Situations like that I steer clear from because not that I'm afraid of the conversation it's because I feel guilty in uploading those conversations because I don't want to be seen as somebody who's profiting off of views just because it's controversial especially when it comes to the death of a black man that I can't fuck with now What he spoke about George Floyd, for those who don't know, he was discussing the eight minutes that the gentleman was on his neck with the knee kneeling. Uh, Kanye basically says he watched a documentary saying that, you know, those eight minutes he was praying and when he was calling for his mother, he wasn't calling for his mother. Actually, he was calling for his girlfriend who was standing there as well watching, you know, this go on. I don't give a damn if I'm calling for Barney Rubble, Barney Fife, motherfucking the White Ranger to come down. Bruh, if I'm in a point of distress and I'm dying, apparently, don't use that as a talking point. I'm sorry, Kanye. That's that's where I really didn't fuck with you. That's why you kind of lost me on the early parts. Yeah, that's, that's where we had Shamiko on the George Floyd. Um, I, I didn't fuck with any part of that where Kanye was talking
1: about it. When I first heard that, this is what I got from that. This is uh, nothing else, nothing less. When I heard him say that, he was saying that in the spirit of, and this is just my opinion, this is my magma. this is my opinion. Right. I'm just saying, when he said that, because they was talking about media, Mm -hmm. this is the context in which they was talking about Jewish media, how they do things. Now, in the Jewish me- in the media, when they was like, "Dang, that boy was losing his life. He was crying out for his mama." The media take that right. They'll take that and make that be what a, an emotion is of to get an angle to make a story to be like, mm-hmm. man, make it more worse, more emotional than it is. So then it takes you away from what the actual facts of what's going on. So when he was like, he was exposing that, hey, so by the way, when he was saying that about mama, he wasn't talking about his mama. That's just let y'all know how they just move the things a few degrees mm-hmm. and don't say something and, and it could get misconstrued. Good, bad, or indifferent. Because I was like, I, I, I went and found the part where he was he was talking about. I'm like, so everybody really ultra pissed about this little small segment that he was saying and, and not in there, nowhere was he saying that it was a lie because now they trying to sue him for, he said like words he said, like Alex Jones. Like yeah. see, and and, and, and and so when you get that kind of backlash from your own people, that just goes to show that we missed the point so much that when the Jewish media look at it, they just be like, yep, we ain't gotta do nothing. We ain't gotta systemically do nothing. Cause look at them, they doing it for themselves. The guy out here telling them the truth and they out here about to pillage him. They about to tar and feather him. He's the richest black American ever and they don't even listen to him because <laughs> he's Kanye. He's crazy. And so all they got to do is look at him and be like, well, we what we doing is working. Now, if you don't know who we is, then you may need to do a little more research and stop talking about Kanye. Let's let's talk about the, the whole
0: point of him saying, and it, this is the part that rubbed me the wrong way. Anytime a nigga hit me with the statement that I watched a documentary and mm-hmm. they start spitting shit like it's a fact, I look at you sideways, bro. <laughs> really? really? Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't take a documentary. The documentary. Did you see the documentary?
1: Say what now? Did you see the documentary? No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. Now I might look at it, but you know, I'm, that's interesting that you say that about documentaries. I don't hold them all as facts, but it's good to see people comprise a story together and see what what they got out of it. I guess,
0: right? And 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 I don't I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that because I I've recently shot a documentary on Mardi Gras and the history thereof. Now, mm. don't get it twisted. We we have our own points of view with the way we present it. You know what I'm saying? And that is why I can't take someone's documentary as law. It is still a presentation in a manner where it reflects a point of right. view, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So that's that's where I'm at with that. So that's what made me uncomfortable with him citing that like it was a, a, a credible source. You know, I, I just uh, I don't know. I just I, I get that he was in a place where he felt comfortable to speak, but I just wished he stayed. I just wish he kept George mouth. George's name out of his mouth. Uh, I, I mm, mm, that's that's what he be one hundred with you, be one billion with you, black. If he didn't say that key point, that 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 little span right there that you're speaking on, uh
1: huh, people would have heard the rest of the interview. Right, right, but but the point he was also making too is like, <laughs> and see, I, this, I I always run into this when it comes to those. Blackmail cop shootings. I promise you, I, I'm not just some dude that just be running off at the mob. I have some legal background. And I promise you, the ones that they actually show us, because it happens every day, B, uh, the ones that we actually see, those are at least 68.2% 68 68. of the time we be in the wrong. But they put that there so we can get in the uproar so that way we can be misguided about the law. I agree. So, so, so with that being said, we can't use a George Floyd as a martyr or something because he was actually in the not-so-right, I guess. I, and that's hard to say because losing your life is hard to put a judgment on that. So that's why we tugging at it like the way we are. But when he makes statements like Louis Vuitton is putting up a statue of him, us, we ain't even doing that. We might spray them on a wall, but we ain't making no right. statue. Why is Louis Vuitton doing that? Right. Not understanding that angle, then y'all need to stop talking about me, Kanye, right. and listen to what either I'm saying or do the education yourself, brother. It's one thing.
0: I, look, I when I tell you I'm on the same page as you, bro. When you said that shit, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, because it's it's so many. Outrage is so commercialized now, bro. Out, Outrage is so much money now. Because I remember when all the shit started popping, off, Black Lives Matter started. The Colin Kaepernick shit started popping. Nike was supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't know if y'all remember that when that happened, but all of that was going on. They they shoes was coming out, but they were painting the walls black and like Foot Locker and stuff. Yeah. Go get your shoes, yeah, bro. I saw all through that shit. I I wasn't no, bro. If you wanted to do something for the black community, putting something on a black wall or making a commercial ain't it, bro.
1: You want right, to do so something money for that. They make money for even doing that. They,
0: think about it. they make money off making an ad as a commercial to sell it to a platform because it's controversial. They they literally are making money off the outrage, bro. So I I I agree with Kanye there.
1: You, see, you you learning, we learn it. are learning a lot behind the scenes being these content creators. People think YouTube and, and content creating is a joke or whatever. No, you get to see how the media do things. You see how you see why things are edited. You may now even see things that get edited that the common person would not even know. Fact. Fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now you get to see what they've been doing to us all these years because I can angle my content a certain kind of way to make it seem angrier or not so angry or whatever. They've been doing that to us for years on years on years. And we yeah. still and we still in that game. And only there's a small percentage of us really understand what's going on. And he's and he he just breadcrumbing us. He just giving mm-hmm. breadcrumbs. And we like, look at that crazy dude just dropping these breadcrumbs everywhere. Look at that crazy dude. Be crazy sometimes. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying the nucleus of who he is. I think he's trying to. uh I think he's trying to cleanse his soul because he know what he did wasn't right. And um, and if that's the choice that he's trying to make, I'm I'm watching him manifest that.
0: Real talk. And thank you, Craig. I ain't gonna put your comment up because I don't want to accept. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna say it. Craig said, "Uh, the footage look great." By the way, I appreciate you, bro. <laughs>
1: We've
0: been working on it. We've been working on it. <laughs> Um, now something that Kanye did that was kind of contra, not, not even controversial, contradictory. That's one thing about niggas. When you say something and you're going to say it proudly, I'm I'm going to check you and see what you're saying. Brough said, right, right, right. See, when, right after he was talking about the Louis Vuitton shit. Uh, I can't remember what story he was talking about. I think he was talking about, it might've been Balenciaga, or Louis Vuitton said they wouldn't put a store in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And he was so outraged about that. Blah, 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 blah. The conversation shifted, right? And he was like, Nori was talking about the violence in Chicago and how Obama and them were talking about the the violence in Chicago. Oprah wasn't talking about the violence in Chicago. Nori said, well, why haven't you done it? And he was like, oh, uh, 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 well, you know what I'm saying? And Obama, you know what I'm saying? And Obama ain't even from Chicago. Obama's from Hawaii. And he, he kept hitting that, Obama from Hawaii. But um, if I remember correctly, Kanye wasn't born in Chicago.
1: Kanye was born in Atlanta. That's yeah. that is me. How long was he in Atlanta?
0: I, I don't think it was very long. I know he mentioned in a couple albums that I think he stayed there till he was like five, and then he they moved up to Chicago. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's from Chicago. <sighs> Even so, bro, I, I just find it contradictory. Like, how are you going to talk about somebody else being from a different location? You know what I'm saying? And you are also migrated.
1: Because Obama didn't grow up there. He don't know the culture. That's what he's saying. And if he do know the culture, he should be saying something. Now, as far as what Kanye, what he's saying, what, what he should say, I didn't see that part. Because um, mm. y'all got to understand what when I hear Kanye going off or whatever, I, I find my time to get to it after everybody crying, complaining about it. But when I saw Brett going on, I had to listen to it in double speed. So I didn't get that far. So I don't, I don't know how he responded to that. Cause that was an excellent question. The question for me would, would be would people even listen? Because when people are in that culture that you're trying to change, usually they, they're rapping. And so they're telling it through there, which is probably not the most productive way, but uh, I don't know if we would listen to Kanye talk about violence there. I don't think because we don't even listen to him when he's talking about his own kids. So I'm
0: going to be real. I think we would because on Watch the Throne, they had a whole song. Um, what was that? Uh, damn, what was the name of that song? Da, 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 da. He had a whole song regarding the violence in Chicago, a whole song. And honestly, it was one of the hardest tracks on that whole album. If I can't remember the name of the song, maybe somebody can put it in the comments for me. But um, I think it was called Murder. Oh wow, yeah, he even threw some statistics. Um, comparing uh
1: well, you might be Middle East Murder to Excellence. That might be where people need wanted Kanye to be instead of this. Eclectic figure, they wanted him to be more of like when he came out of like, uh, like, dropout, college dropout, like, because he was fresh and somewhat humble but cocky. Can I be 1 billion percent transparent with you, Black? Yeah, that's exactly
0: what the fuck I want.
1: That's exactly
0: (laughs) what the fuck I want because I saw this guy that everybody saw as lame who he knew was fire, he knew he was great. Right, And he overcame all the stereotypes of what it is to be a black dude, came out here in a polo, some jeans and a chain and was a better rapper than majority of the the trap era rappers and was featured everywhere. So he made me feel like me being in my own lane, not being the stereotypical picture of a rapper or what people may think I am because I'm a black male. I can still find success. Even, and that's why I held on to college dropout so hard. It was a statement to the fact that y'all counted me out for so long, but I stayed humble. I stayed me and I got here now. Now I'm going to use my arrogance to achieve my success. Mm. And, and he became the villain, man. Like I placed too much,
1: oh I placed right. too much
0: trust in a man. Like when, he when, <laughs> The key line, and when you get on, you leave your ass for a white girl. And he did exactly that. He did She's exactly Ar- that.
1: He's Armenian, sorry.
0: He he became the, he is the Macbeth of hip-hop, bro.
1: Yeah. No, I feel you on that. And maybe he don't want to feel like a DJ Academics talking about the streets when he ain't really from them streets. But if anybody should know it, intimately it should be him because he got people in them streets so i don't know how he answered that i'm, I'm curious to see how yeah i actually downloaded the video i had to go find it real quick okay and i found it and i downloaded it i was like you gotta download the video because it's gonna that it, this ain't gonna be on there that long it's not everybody, <laughs> it out. everybody wiping it out over that part i'm just surprised that they wiping it out when it's black on black Crime when they usually let us do that, but being that is Kanye, they making it look like he crazy. So this 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 stuff is crazy, bro.
0: It's 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 really uncomfortable, man. It was, but I opened this door because we have to have those conversations where we can't be so quick to dismiss everything somebody's saying. Mm-hmm. I got we we have got if we are one of those people that are looking to be the bridge between different generations looking to be the bridges to a, a better lifestyle for future people. This is where it starts. We we got to hear the people we don't necessarily fuck with when we not necessarily fucking with them. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to hear you at, I got to be able to withstand you at your worst in order to make sure I'm balanced enough to be a conduit for other people to understand. You know what I'm saying. You know what's crazy? I was having this conversation the other day. Black. We may we may not call him uncle or auntie, in the traditional sense of blood, but everybody fucking got that aunt or auntie that they fuck with, to this day because they've kept it one hundred all the time. Yeah. They they have been the one that other people don't fuck with because they know not to cross them. They are also the people that were ostracized. We have to remember that the people that were not afraid to tackle conversations, not afraid to tackle the current structure of shit, patriarchy, misogyny, racism, all of that. The people that we leave on the outside and don't fuck with actually grow up to be the cool aunt and uncle that the next generation cling to because they're like, yo, this the one that understands. This the one that doesn't conform to all that other shit. This the one that kind of voiced standing against the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now, in that same sense, I'm not saying Kanye is there yet. <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying <laughs> Kanye <laughs> is going to get there if he gets help. And when I say help, I don't mean it in a sense that, oh, that nigga crazy. I mean, Kanye is hurting in a sense that He's needed help since he lost his mom. He's needing help because he's lost his family. Anytime someone refers to their mother taking their kids somewhere as kidnapping, that's a red flag. What, what, even if no, I don't, go ahead. Even if I don't agree with the fact that people are saying, I don't think a mom could kidnap a kid. I, I just that's bullshit. I, I don't,
1: that's bullshit. You don't think so? That's bullshit that a mom can't kidnap a kid.
0: Really? Give me an example. Like, enlighten me. Like, really. Because I need to understand it. Because he kept using that keyword. Kanye is very methodical in the shit he says. Give me like, an example. Because one, let me say this. Let me let me put out my disclaimer. I'm not a father. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not in a position to have my kids leveraged over me, you know, in a sense.
1: Right. Right. So, being, so speak to me being from that, that point of view. And being that you even know that women leverage their kids over the, over the father, it ain't legally kidnapping. No, we talk about street kidnapping. Mm. The deprivation of something, withholding it from me without my will. That's, mm. a simple, that's a simple kidnap. Now, if you need an example, here's an example. I'm trying to not even use an extreme example that I know is true. Let's say, for example, um something simple. I want to take my kid to Legoland. I tell you a month and a half in advance, month and a half, it don't even matter. You feel some type of way about it, but whatever. But then when the weeks start coming to when it happened, all these things happen. Oh, he's not feeling good. I don't think that's a good whatever, whatever it is. You don't come to the meeting point, whatever it is. And you decide to withhold the kid away. That feels, like, that feels like kidnapping. Now, is it legally kidnapping, thinking um, logically? No, but everything is not logical because everybody likes to think that I don't ration i mean factor in emotion yeah i factor in emotion so emotionally that feels like kidnapping so now when you out there in this media sure you got to use inflammatory words to get the point across and the word might be a little harsh just like if i say something about somebody that don't mean i'm bashing them but people like to use the word bashing because it gets you that effect of oh my god you're attacking me There's something about something about you. I'm, I'm, I'm bashing you and attacking you. So when they put, come out and be like, you're kidnapping my kids. Now that's, that's just something minute. You know how many women run away from the father and the father can't see their kid and don't have a clue where the kid is. That's mm. kidnapping if I ever freaking heard it. That's kidnapping for real. That's literally Kidnapping. So, when he say that, don't don't take it at ten. Just take it at about seven. <laughs> don't mm. throw the whole baby away because the bathwater dirty.
0: Hmm, it's a good point. I right, I retract my statement, man. You you made it make sense for me. And you know what? This is why I appreciate these conversations. This is why I'm glad that I can take myself out of a circumstance and just listen from someone from a different point that of view. About
1: you. I appreciate that about you. That's why I said when you say things, they hold weight.
0: Sir, I appreciate that. Because I I would not have been able to understand that point of view until it's framed that way. And the fact that Kanye, look, look at the beauty of this. The fact that Kanye said this, We got on this live, we had this conversation, and now I understand as somebody who don't have kids how he felt about it. I can understand that now.
1: Bro, imagine if the dude, a dude. now that you can at least get an idea, imagine you had a kid with somebody and this woman playing games with your kids and the dude she messing with, doing meth, whatever it is, if he may or might not do it, probably is true because, you know, they all got their vice, this food tattoo your kid name on him? Bro. Yeah. Bro. Women will I've seen women run out to grab a dog from a bear. So I can imagine what they'll do for their kids and the first time a black man say something about some lunatic off-brand dude doing some crazy stuff, riding in a go-kart with my kid on his lap. He crazy? Hmm. Bro kumbaya i'm all about kumbaya sorry sorry sorry. aaron
0: clark shout out to aaron at the yokai den said oh i'm going off
1: (laughs) i feel you bro i feel you
0: i feel you one billion one billion and that's why i desire to have these conversations we need to understand people that don't have kids people who don't fully get it need to hear it from other people and to get those experiences so instead of judging be open to listening if, if you're going to speak on it, be open to hush and just listen Now, I ain't want to be up here like super late. So I, I had one other thing that he touched on that was kind of a red flag for me. Remember I was saying Kanye was speaking earlier. Well, Nori was asking him about his dating life. How's he doing? You know, is he out here, quote unquote, getting his finger wet? And Kanye just laughed it off and avoided it. You know what I'm saying? And let's 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 keep it 100 we've seen kanye out there he's dating you know he he's he's testing the waters here and there and um he said i'm dating on some rich shit i and he he was spitting bars though while he was saying it and i don't mean that in in a way like he was he was spitting facts i meant it like literally he was like i i go up and be like uh can I amuse you? Can Can I make you my muse? Or can I amuse you into being my muse? Talking about, he talking about buying a house and buying everybody bags and shit. That don't sit right with me, brother. Like, how can you... What are you compensating for, bro? <laughs> that, that, that's just it, bro. What are you compensating for? Why are you going so hard and going all out? so much for it, bro you know what i'm saying like y- yeah. <laughs> i i think about like back in like middle school days and you write love letters you stand up on the phone all days and you might get an old head to pull you to the side and be like hey bro back up a little bit man don't be calling every 15 minutes goddamn." you know what i'm saying <laughs> i feel like kanye never got that you know what i'm saying that conversation
1: <laughs> probably not so and I'm not about to I'm not about to uh co-sign that y'all. Y'all think I'm the Kanye apologist. I'm not. <laughs> I'm waiting for bro to finish so I can right. stamp that because I don't know what that's about. here. Con- you know what I'm saying? That might just be the like, you know, that's just that's just like you said, he didn't have that G to come up to him and be like, bro, <laughs> she gonna take all that you give her, but she ain't gonna give you her. That's the thing,
0: bro, And Let's 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 get into it because I'm tiptoeing around this topic. The times he's been spotted out has been with white women. What's your thoughts on that? What'd you say, bro?
1: My bad. The times
0: he has been spotted out and being seen with other women has been predominantly white women. What are your thoughts behind that? Uh, 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 <laughs> I hate uh, to uh, know it, bro, but I'm just curious. Uh, I'm just curious. Because The only reason I would say that is because explicitly saying shit in your songs about it. And and you don't even refer to Kim as like the one he was in love with. You know, the muse, this girl who's doing all this stuff. He now just refuses calls her the Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? Calls her by her name. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, you know what? This is what I think about it. I'm going to tell Kanye like I'm gonna tell Kanye like my mama told me. If I get into a situation like that and pick a white girl, well, I won't say she would tell me that, but she'll look at me like that. That's what you get for effing with them white girls. Now, at the end of the day, we know you could you could you can you could can, can do that, right? But there's a consequence to that. You know what I'm saying? So if you choose to do that, that's why my sympathy level for Kanye only goes so far because I mean, look what you walked into. That's what they do over there. That's the norm over there, what they doing. I get that you trying to understand the game so you can make it relate to what we're doing, but, bruh. And so now when you double back and you ain't showing up with no sisters, then that makes what they saying more credible because it's almost like you're being, what what, what y'all say, dang, what's the word? It's like you saying one thing but doing another. You contradicting yourself. You being... um. You know, you saying one thing and doing another, so it's kind of hard to to understand a person who does that. So when it comes to that dating game, if he double back and get himself in that situation again, then I, 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 hey, don't 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 be don't be don't be crying about it, bro, because because yeah, that's what you get.
0: Aaron had a question for you, bro. He said, "Do you think it's because some of the things he has said in the past, some black women wouldn't feel comfortable being around him?"
1: Black women being comfortable. When you say comfortable, what you mean by comfortable? Because when I hear comfortable, yeah, uh, I'm thinking like because he won't conform to how they think and how they move, then no, they're not going to be comfortable around him. I'm trying to think what has he said about black women that that would make them be uncomfortable. Black women hear a lot of stuff. Mm. Black women hear a lot of stuff some hurtful more than others, they might not project that or let us know that it probably is more hurtful coming from us. But then when they act like that is non-existent of what we're talking about and they're telling us that, Hey, we need y'all to communicate. And then we communicate things that maybe don't feel so good. Then that creates an issue. And so then we make this line and we divide each other Then say, okay, either I agree with it or I don't, instead of having the conversation. And so, mm. and so if you're saying uncomfortable in the in in that kind of environment, then I'm gonna say no. I don't know too many men, women gonna be comfortable when men really sit back and talk about women for real. Uh, I
0: agree with that, boy. I agree with that. I don't know too many women, um, honestly, that could take men's thoughts at this point. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to be divisive. I'm being honest. Uh, I, I don't think women could take that kind of viewpoint and like this situation, pull out what needs to be constructive. I think a lot of women would take that information and get defensive on behalf of women out of duty, which I, I, right you know what i'm saying which i don't disagree with because i would do the same shit because when well, there's a bunch of women in the room and they talking about niggas ain't shit i'll be like all right nah, now nah, hold up now nah. you know what i'm saying and yeah but i'm not has- about
1: to sit there i'm not about to sit there and protect the brotherhood when they're giving me facts on some stuff i ain't gonna sit there and have a cd and cognitive dissonance and act like black men don't do that Black men don't cheat. Right. What are you talking about? I ain't going to do that. Right. <laughs> I ain't going to do that. That's what they right. do. Which right. which I understand because it's an emotional response. So they, they are supposed to act like that 68.2 of them, not all of them. You know what I'm saying? That's their default to respond that way. So you got to, as a man, think logically, sift that part out. And if they don't want to go to the logical point and only stay in the emotional um, argument or debate... Well, there's no need to have a conversation because you'll never have a meeting of the minds. You can't win, and when I say win, as not in the sense of I'm trying to win something, I'm saying you can't get the information to each other. Winning in that right. way you can't get through. You can't. You can't have. You can't win an emotional conversation with logic. You nope. can't try. It's very
0: fucking frustrating.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's uber frustrating.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. What more say? Said- Marcus said, so let me ask, was slavery really your choice? No.
1: So when Kanye (laughs) said that, when Kanye said that, he wasn't saying slavery then was a choice. What he is saying is slavery now is a choice. That's what he's saying. So that's what I'm saying. We got to understand how our brain works. (laughs) You got to go in there and see what the amygdala does the hypothalamus, you know what I'm saying? All that. When you hear the word slavery, you think in your brain about the history of slavery. So any new information you get, you're going to filter it through some old thoughts. Mm -hmm. So you'll automatically combine the two of what he's saying instead of splitting what he was saying was like, look, (laughs) we got all these choices. (laughs) Slavery then ain't nothing like what we doing right now. And we think our life's so bad. Imagine how their life really was. But what we do is we try to forget the past and recreate the present. Like what? So, so all right. When he says slavery was a choice is a choice, it's a choice right now. If you want to let them put all these images in your mind and make you think that what bad is good and good is bad, look at the fruit of the uh, of the society. True. Look at it. Do you think we live in better now than ever? I'm talking about socially as people not economically i'm talking about are we more unified as black people now than we were back then when it was supposed to be so misogynist Mm. are we i ain't went to no family union in years and i love my family but i bet you when i was back then i was going to them every two years every year whenever they had them that's the reason why i know my past now is because of my parents my kids yeah. ain't going to know my past like my, I know my uh, my past because of everybody so dispersed. So if y'all telling mm-hmm. me it's better now than it was then, then I fold.
0: Words matter when someone says slavery was a choice. I assume they're talking about the past. When I hear slavery is a choice, I assume that they're talking about the present. Right. It's, it's all in... Those situations. This goes back to the very beginning of what we were talking about. Uh, okay, Kanye not having that filter to understand and and put it in a way that people would understand it. Or Bro. as 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 Casey says all the time, "Eat the steak and spit out the bones." You I
1: love when he says that. And y'all act like y'all act like when y'all having y'all conversations when y'all talking from the heart that every word lined up perfectly. I, I I can't. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to go back. Right. And I'm going to go look at what he said. Cause I'm looking at the context, not every word, what he's saying. I'm looking at the context. I'm looking mm-hmm. for the nature of what he's saying, but I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. And if he said slavery was a choice, then I'm going to filter that through. If he was talking about even then, and even, even if it was, he was talking about then, Slavery still was a choice because what we decided to do is change that choice. Mm. It wasn't a choice how it started, but it's a choice in the present of when you was living in it. Why do you think we have the Frederick Douglasses the Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm X's? because they decided slavery was no longer a choice no more. We want to go to school right. with the white people we want right. and, and, and they made a choice they was and they made a choice to die by that. One hundred percent. And so if that's so even in that filter, I'm looking at it like that. Why do we have to look at it in this ultra magnifying glass to ooh, you wrong? Oh, that's wrong. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, I know. That's right. I know. We, we know that part. Right. But oh, that's wrong. Like, why are we doing Kanye like that? Because y'all got to understand, like he said, he's a first generational generational wealth person. So he's not gonna do it right all the way. So I'm like, damn, he could do all these great things, but we gonna nitpick what he done. Oh, we mad at him because he did get to be the uh, way up here, but we mad at him because he pissed on himself. Mm. Like again, he's gonna make mistakes. He's the first generation of this. Imagine it being—it's always hardest to be in the first to do something because you get the most criticism, and then down the road when somebody then did it better than. I'm talking about statistically and monetarily better than you. Then all of a sudden you like academics talking about the old heads. Can't, they, they, why they broke and dusty. Look at the distances. This, this, this. And you like, damn, these are the ones that took the hits. So they could get this. Mm-hmm. So when you first generation, you go pee and poop on yourself. Kanye be peeing and pooping on himself. And I bet you if I watched you in your everyday, even talking to your boss, I'm sure you used the word in there that made him feel some type of way, or made her feel some type of way, but they filter it because they're professional, and then spit out the bones, like mm-hmm. Jeremy says. One billion
0: percent, man. That I, I, I love when we get into these rants, man. Yeah,
1: because right. it
0: just reaffirms certain shit that happens during the day, and uh, it just gives me like, more motivation to keep having these conversations, man. I think we we get into this over literalization of people's words, man. And the the internet is so quick; everything is so now that you don't even get a chance to to edify yourself. And and Kanye is like, and let me let me make this one billion percent sh- clear: I am not pro Kanye. In majority of shit that happens, I'm actually anti right. I I'm yeah, boycotted. A lot of shit. Black mm-hmm. nose, black mm-hmm. nose. But in this situation, I sat down and I examined it and I agreed with more than I disagreed with. Because
1: And you said that to me before we even started talking. You said yeah. that to me. You the one put me on the game right now about the, what's going on right here. I just wasn't eating the Kanye steak this time. I was gonna order it later, but I didn't know they was gonna take it off the <laughs> menu so fast.
0: <laughs> Boy, they snatched that shit up quick, and right. which is another brilliant tactic, bro. Like the f- <sighs> <laughs> I-
1: <laughs> wait till we when get you create
0: yeah. exclusivity, bro. When when you create a shortage of information, bro, that shit becomes gold. People, that yeah. shit becomes gold, bro. Right. Yeah. When we found out that was another Kim K sex tape, I know niggas went looking, bruh.
1: Of course they did. <laughs> and know. the first niggas one was and right. the first one was bunk as hell.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they still looked for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Talk it's about it. Bruh, it's and bro, look, it's, it's crazy how the veils come back after so many years. We thought it leaked. Ray J and Kim didn't sign contracts to release that shit, bro. Come on,
1: bro. That let you know as content creators, like, it's not not really authentic. That's why we knew reality TV ain't really real. That's why you should have knew that. But now, even in this, this should let y'all know, a lot of this stuff is scripted. Yes. Yeah, man. Or at least planned out. Let's say that. Let's not say scripted. Let's say planned out.
0: Yeah, Aaron. There's actually three total, bro. Uh-oh, the look, girl look, only has
1: uh two, I think. Uh oh, he says another one.
0: Yeah, yeah, bro. That's there's there's three total that they they had made, and it's it's a go listen. Go look up Ray J's rant on it, bro. It's crazy as fuck. And the, the crazy shit is he got receipts, my boy. That's, yeah, that's, that's, what that's why I didn't like about shit. him.
1: That's why I didn't like about that. That boy had a slideshow and everything. He did show the affidavit. He did show the affidavits. Really?
0: Momentum Media, shout out to you, Alex. I, I still love your content, brother. Kanye said uh, Kanye should be very careful about how he uses words because words matter. And people will take those words very seriously and wind up in a situation where they don't want to be in. One on billion you. percent, bruh. That's on, you then. Bruh, That's on even, you then. bruh, even Even, when you getting arrested, the Miranda rights say anything you say can and will be used against you, bruh.
1: And what most people do after that, still talk.
0: Still talk. Don't ask for their lawyer. Get the right. answer in questions. So words,
1: so words do matter. I get that. There's another part of the brain that also triggers it when you hear certain things in certain tones. You need that because that could be a matter of life and death. I get that. But what we're doing is we're being hypercritical and hyper analytical about this. I know that's what we're doing. Why, hey. why else would... Why else with that interview for what he said? It wasn't like he came out and said, like, Alex Jones. Oh, that was a hoax. It ain't like he said that. Mm-hmm. It ain't mm-hmm. like he said that. What he doing is he giving y'all, man, this is he like. Look, look, I'm in this room that I ain't supposed to be in, y'all. I'm going to flash y'all something. I just read it. Don't ask me no questions or nothing. So I'm going to pick up two things that really don't mean nothing, but it's that third one I pick up. Pay attention to that one. Hey, mm-hmm. y'all. <laughs> Oh, we were like, that first one, that first one, look at you. You wearing that MAGA hat. He he's like, oh, my God, I just told y'all. Right. I just told right. y'all. Right. And I'm not saying that he writing everything he does. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is when you're in areas where we're not privy to and you come back and try to share stuff with people, that's why the phrase is you can't take everybody with you because can't everybody understand what you're going to see? One million percent. Some people can't see the vision like you do, bro. Some people have to see the actual fruits before they invest, man. And that's terrible because because other cultures don't do that. That's what Kanye was talking about. How come there's uh how many name a black person that has somebody under contract that's Jewish? But I bet you you can find a bunch of Jewish people that got black people under contract. Ninety percent of them. Boy, I couldn't say shit when he said that. I said ooh. <laughs> I, didn't <even laughs> watch the whole, I didn't even watch the whole interview so i know if that's how he coming in the little portions i saw y'all not y'all but people taking it all out of context Yeah, y'all yeah. looking at it as entertainment it's edutainment it's entertainment yeah. and education one million i'm done y'all <laughs> Bruh,
0: look, I just said black, I'm I'm out of gas now, goddamn. We've been Yo. over here talking for an hour, damn
1: near hour and a half, man. I know we like 20, I know we like about 35 minutes over your uh your threshold. You so know, Leon, uh, I be in and out, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> right, but no, I appreciate you know you having me be able to bounce this off of because I promise you, you tell me some stuff that I'll be like, yeah, well. That's, that's a little off. Uh oh, what is he on? I'm leaving him alone right now, but I'm not gonna throw it all away because the boy giving us some portions of the game because he's doing something right. He ran by y'all favorite rapper, y'all favorite entertainer, y'all right. favorite influencer. So he's doing something right, right? If, like you said, if they if Chase Banker do him like that, what you think they doing to y'all? Y'all, but be, you oh, better listen. God, to him. Bro.
0: Y'all better just listen to him. you just a nigga, a, just a nigga with a bank account. <laughs> that's all they
1: Y'all better listen. Y'all better listen. Y'all all better listen to Sir when he pop off. So make sure you hit the subscribe button on the 2020 podcast so we can definitely do more of these topics. Thank you for all the people that came in the chat because that's monumental. We need to know what y'all think. That's why yeah. we do it.
0: And, and I'm, I'm going to hit these last two comments. Momentum mm-hmm. meeting says, Sup. so should we just accept Kanye for who he is and just keep apologizing for his antics? Is that
1: what you're saying? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. Y'all, y'all, I, I love Kanye being that bright eyed, bushy tail chip, uh, chip on my shoulder because I made dope beats, but I rap better than y'all. But y'all using me for beats and now I'm better than y'all i I love that part of Kanye too that that he was he wasn't in the streets but he was from the streets. I love that too, but when y'all gotta understand when you jump off the porch and then you jump off the porch and you get in a circle where you have to shoot a person, you're not the same after that. Right. you still are who you are, the essence of who you are, but you're gonna be rough around some edges, yeah, so we don't know how many people Kanye had to you know what I'm saying do what he do in them streets his mama, but whatever. But I'm just saying, so whatever he fighting in his soul or whatever, that's what's reflecting. So no, I'm not saying we're supposed to accept everything that he says. Let's not condemn him, the person. Let's love the person, may not care for what he does, but let's love the person. In loving the person, that's having patience, that's having understanding, that's having long suffering, all the things that you do when you love somebody.
0: Yeah. Period. You want to know what's funny? You want to know what's hilarious? This is, I'm in I'm this for momentum media. I'm going to give a parallel. I don't think you should take anybody for face value. I think you should hold them accountable, but still understand and listen to what they have to say and listen for the red flags of mm-hmm. what's going on. Even a broken clock is right twice a day, like they say. So look at it like this Black Panther 2 is coming out. One of the best things about Black Panther 1 was Killmonger because he was exiled by his community (laughs) and he came back and he raised hell. He burned it damn near to the ground. It's funny that we love that villain, but we can't understand the message behind that villain and the consequences thereof. That's all I'm going to say about that. Marcus says, so if I'm holding a gun and wearing a mask, but I'm telling you how to get rich, are you really going to listen or hear me? No, you're not because you're not feeling comfortable where the message and the presentation of where the message is coming from. We're not saying go for that. We're saying take the whole circumstance in the play. Why is this person in the ski mask? Why are they yeah. holding
1: the ski up? Why are they? Yes. I was just about to say, is the guy with the ski mask rich? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, like, That's what I was gonna say.
1: but, but, but even, e- but even in that, I, I get what you saying, though. I get what you saying. Let me give you blowback on this. It's a, it's about the same thing to me before y'all try to say it's apples and oranges. Let's say if I say, um, let's say if I walk up to you and, uh, and, and say, nigga, you better get up out of here because hella aggressive. Because this coming down the street and it's gonna kill everything, and you'd be like, "Don't talk to me like that." Are you gonna listen to my tone, or are you gonna listen to what I'm actually saying? Are you gonna weigh them? (laughs) It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You don't take everything for nothing. You know, I mean, you don't take that. You don't do that. So what you gotta do is use some discernment and, like, yeah, if a dude robbing me and he look broke and he talking about how to get rich, I don't know how y'all having that conversation, but let's just say y'all are. You got to consider the source. Kanye, as a source, is not crazy. If we really going to keep it real, some things he says is crazy. Some things he may be doing is crazy. Same thing with us in our own life. You don't think it's crazy to have multiple baby daddies? You don't think it's crazy for us to be out here as men making multiple broken homes? You don't think that's Mm. crazy? But Kanye crazy because he say something of his opinion. Come on, y'all. Let's, let's let's do better. Let's do better. Let's not use to a manner of extremes. Life is not binary. The answer is in the middle somewhere. We know that.
0: That is. Look, man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in and coming to holler at us. Telling us we wrong in the
1: chat and shit. And I'm with right, it. I like right, right, <laughs> right, 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 you know right. what
0: I'm saying? Black, where can they find you, bro? Go ahead and plug your channel, man.
1: Oh man, I'm doing business decision sports. Uh so if y'all do like sports, y'all and don't want to hear me rant about uh politics and social, because my social credit score is whack. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like they don't like me socially, so uh but if you do want to see some stuff like that, I'm definitely about to jump back on there because I've been reading some stuff that made me really inspire. So I'm definitely going to um, get back in there. So you can get me at the EBH Black Show or you can get me at Business Decision Sports. If you like sports, I stream all the big sports games, the Monday night games, Thursday night, Friday. I mean, Saturday, college games, all that. So just get on there. This ain't about me, but get the 2020 podcast. Hit that. Hit that link. Hit that. Subscribe to that.
0: Hey, that's that's what it is, and uh I appreciate everybody if you're looking for us to have these conversations. If you enjoyed when we had our 2020 family reunion, man, uh, if you enjoyed yeah. that, believe we got another one in the works. Uh, I'll be completely transparent. We had so much content, so much content, and with Raina's passing, yeah, I'm gonna be completely transparent. It is extremely hard. To edit that content and see my sister, Mm -hmm. and I had to step away from her. So, to everybody who's been waiting for more snippets and tidbits, please give me grace. Please forgive me for not dropping as much as I have. It's extremely hard to see my sister and hear her voice and knowing I can't hear her no more. You know,
1: I just thank God I was able to come down there too. That was a trip.
0: Ain't God amazing, boy? (laughs) Ain't God amazing. (laughs) The right. way stuff comes together you know and uh i'm gonna close with the last comment because i want to make sure everybody heard on here kanye's yeah. level of access in this world is something we know nothing about he talks to and is a part of the one percent and these convos we are we could call we would call conspiracy man you woo, he had a whole nother grown folks table and telling us what's going on and we we ain't comprehending it that's just what it is because cause if anybody watches Snowfall you know what I'm about to say because you don't like the way another nigga talk and if you know that <laughs> reference <laughs> you my nigga yeah. that being said your boy boy black your boy really? sir please say the LLC and we are out
1: Twenty podcast <laughs>
0: hey this is Mystique this is Mr. Everlasting and
1: this is the safe word safe word
0: y'all make sure y'all join us every first and third Friday of the month every month we are in season three season three y'all already know what it is man tap in